crazy, know that crazy girl. <laughs> I know. Okay, we are live. Welcome back to Bougie Best Friend Podcast. Today I have my online friend finally meeting in real life, Vic Alario. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you for having me. This really worked out. Like The timing was perfect. I took a solo trip here to Miami. I mean, as you know, but you know, the listeners won't know. I did live in Miami for a little bit, but yeah, I wanted to come, you know, for some time. So I did a few days by myself and then I, I just stayed with a friend for the past couple of days. And that's something I love about you. You take these solo trips for a lot of people taking a solo trip is completely wild. Trips. <laughs> <laughs> How do I feel comfortable doing it? I know where you're yeah. going with that. Um, I, I feel like this is, I mean, I know that we're going to talk about dating relationships and all that, but I feel like being single has given me no choice yeah. in my adulthood, but to just be super independent. And, you know, when I was younger, I would travel with friends and we would do things together. But as you get older, that's when people start to do things with their partner, because it's hard to get a group of friends together mm-hmm. all the time. So for me, I'm just the type of person who's like, well, I'm not waiting on other people's schedule. I can't wait for friends to take off of work. I can't wait for this. I've always lived alone. I've always done things by myself. I go out even when I, wherever I'm living, you know, I've lived in a few different cities, but even when I'm home, I, I go to the bar and just eat alone. And mm-hmm. it's built like a, I would say a an above average sense of independence. But on top of the independence, I am a people person. Like I'm social. That's yeah. how we met yeah. in the first place. Yeah. I randomly just DM'd you like, yeah. want to be my friend, you know? <laughs> like For a lot of people, it's crazy to even go for lunch alone or mm-hmm. dinner alone. And I also do that very often. I mean, I moved here alone. So like being independent is a part of my personality. So why do you think people are kind of scared to go for a solo trip or even to dinner alone. Yeah. I know that a lot of people have, whether it be like an anxiety around socializing an uncomfortability on some level, I just think that people are, are too comfortable being comfortable. Like they're too comfortable in their own like way. Yeah. Yeah. In their own way. Like I, I think about even just like my friends and family that, you know, I've always grown up with. None of them have ever left Staten Island where I'm from. Like no one would even think about moving or going somewhere alone. So I know that the average person is very comfortable being comfortable. And for me, that is like my nightmare. Like to (laughs) me, I can't, like, I would just rather make new connections. And I've never been one of those, like no new friends type of people. I love to, you know, I've always had a small tight circle, but that's not to say you can't have a huge like external circle so for me I I do enjoy making friends I do enjoy having these conversations so going out alone doesn't intimidate me it excites me because I'm like who knows who I'll meet I love that I I am the same exact way I feel like when you're alone you can explore the Mm -hmm. city in whatever way you want you can do everything you want because when you travel with other people most of the time you have to do what they want to do right which is you know kind of selfish if you don't want to do what they want to do, but right. like, for example, if you love sightseeing and somebody else just wants to party and hang out right. at a bar, like, how do you find that balance if yeah. you travel with other people? But I feel like that's why there's like the whole like underlying thing 
that when people go on group chips, they're almost like, are we going to come back friends? You know what, when, you know when people say like, we survived, yes. like we survived the Miami trip. We survived the New York trip. Like friend groups, like if they make it out alive, they're like, yeah. we survived the trip because you're right. People do things all different. And I am someone who personally loves to make friends and loves to just like go sit out to eat. I don't like when people rush me. Like yeah. I don't want to be on like a strict agenda of like, okay, we're going to be here at this time. Then we're going to be there at that time. That's what, that's why this trip was so great for me because I literally like didn't make reservations. I ended up going out to dinner on a whim with a girl that was also on a solo trip at the hotel. She was placed next to me at the pool and you know, I don't, I don't think she was going to start a conversation with me, but to me, it was so obvious we were both alone, I like two that. girls alone. So I just looked at her and I was like, Hey, are you by yourself? And you could tell for a minute, she was a little standoffish to say, yes, she did say yes, but she kind of was like, sorry. She was like, I just get a little scared to tell people I'm alone, which uh-huh. I understand for yeah. safety precautions. You don't want to just be like of shouting course. out like I'm alone I'm alone but I was like oh no no no! I'm just asking because I'm alone too and I could tell by looking at her that we were like the same age kind of and yeah I'm sorry I didn't ask you uh tell us a little bit about you about your background oh and, like, yeah we age. didn't even <laughs> where are you? We were like, who are she talking to <laughs> who is this <laughs> okay yeah who are um, you Victoria yeah. okay well <laughs> as you guys know my name is Victoria or Vic I'm 27 I I studied PR in college because as you can tell, like just public relations, public speaking, like that's just always been my thing. So Mm -hmm. I worked in the fashion industry in New York for a few years. That's exactly what I wanted to do out of college. And then I just like took on the world of online, you know, influencer stuff and sales stuff and fashion and beauty. I did end up on a reality TV show a while ago. Yeah, I've seen that. What is that about? Nonsense. It's called X on the Beach. Uh Uh-huh. I filmed it in 2017. I was 22. Mm-hmm. You were like, blonde back then. Yeah, short, bleach yeah. blonde. And yeah, I was 22. So imagine that's five years ago. Yeah. I filmed it. It came out in 2018. So that following opened the doors for me to like mm-hmm. the world of social media. But it's funny because I started blogging on Instagram. You'll die if I show you the Instagram. Uh, in 2015 when I was in college. What were you blogging about? Fashion. Mm-hmm. And I just... You can literally Let just hold on. <laughs> it's tragic. You'll go all the way down. You'll see. I was just like in fashion. We trust in fashion. Okay. We trust. That was my blog. Oh, so 2015. <laughs> I started doing this. At- Should we plug that at the end? Like, <laughs> follow in fashion. We trust. I literally like unfollowed it and everything. I'm just like I don't want to yeah. ever deal with this. Anymore. Tell me about this reality TV experience. So they had emailed me. I thought it was a total like a joke. Scam, yeah. yeah, scam. But um, I remember I was sitting at my job at that time in my like desk and I got this random email and I showed it to my coworkers and they were like, oh my God, do it, do it. So I replied and I didn't hear back from them for, this was in 2016, for almost a year. Mm-hmm. I heard back from them in 2017. And when I heard back from them, mind you, this is a year after that email. So I, I obviously forgot yeah. about it. They were literally straight up like, can you be in LA Friday? <laughs> like in like in a three day span. And I'm like, what just happened? You know, because yeah. I wasn't thinking about it anymore. So I, that was it. I ended up going to LA three days later. And that that was that. I ended up on the show. Anyway, it's called X on the Beach. What and, was the show about? I mean, obviously dating. Yeah, it's like, so for us, we didn't know it was called X on the Beach. We didn't, the title, the entire time that I was like in the process was still pending. Mm-hmm. But they were like, oh, it's a dating show. They were like, you don't need to worry about the title. You get the whole concept. We're, we're gonna, the title won't be done until the filming is done. We have to figure it out. So I'm like, all right, whatever. 
my stupid ass. <laughs> Meanwhile, half the people on the my show, stupid. I keep in mind, there were 10 of us, like uh-huh. what they would call like the originals. There were 10 of us that were cast for the show. Eight out of 10 of us were previous reality TV people. So they came from The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, uh, Are You the One, whatever other MTV mm-hmm. shows there are. And then there was just me and one other guy who was like a basketball player. And so all of them had managers. Mm-hmm. So they knew everything. They knew every- everything. Yeah, they so knew everything. This guy and they were in- all making way more money than me um, because they had like, they knew what to do. They knew negotiating. They were all verified on social media. They, whatever. And then there's just me like post-grad party yeah. girl. Like, sure, I'll, I'll do whatever. And how long were you on the show? Five weeks we were there. And what was the concept? Literally just dating show. And then they just like started throwing in your exes. Like that was oh, it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. how was that? How, how did you react? Well, I started once, as soon as I got there, not as soon as I got there, because you actually quarantine. I, I first learned about the word quarantine <laughs> at this time. Oh and then when God. it came up again during COVID, I'm like, that <laughs> word haunts me. <laughs> so we had like a week in quarantine without our cell phone. It- I was watching below deck for literally a whole week straight. So at that point, I knew nothing. But the exact day we came out of quarantine is when we started to like talk to like the production assistants and things like that. And I picked up on the fact that like exes were coming. Like I just picked up on certain things. And as soon as that happened, I knew my ex was coming because when they interviewed me, I needed to give them five exes to do calls with. So they talked to all different guys, but only one of them, they kept contacting. And I thought that was fishy, but I would thought they were trying to cast him on a different show because when they started talking to him, why I would never have thought he was going on the same show as me. I thought they were like, Oh, we actually really like this guy. Let's use him for another show that we're doing. So I was like getting kind of annoyed because I'm like, fuck this. I literally (laughs) used you as my fucking reference. And now you're getting put on a show. Like I was so annoyed. Are you in good terms with him? Oh no, he's such a loser. (laughs) (laughs) He fell right into like them telling him to say shit about me. Like he was constantly saying I cheated on him because Mm. I hooked up with other guys. But like he was never, he never actually even said the words to me. Like, I really like you. Yeah. So, which is why you, know. you have to have the talk when right. you're actually dating. So, what's your relationship status right now? Single. How long um, you been single? Oh, I have been single. I would say pretty much like post college, like all of my adulthood. Mm-hmm. I've I've had relationships. I've dated guys that I was loyal to, but they like they were not committed relationships to say they were my boyfriend. Yeah. Um, Cause I would say loyalty to a fault is like my <laughs> problem. Is that like, Oh, I think that we're on the same page. So yeah. But then they end they're like short term relationships. Something I really love about you is that you're very open about your standards, which are really high. And that's something we definitely have in common. So tell me, how did you decide for yourself like what you deserve because a lot of girls who dm me and have a lot of questions about relationships they know what they deserve but they just can't kind of follow Mm -hmm. through well i think for me since a young age i've never liked guys who don't like me back period like i never like guys who don't like me back and like when a guy doesn't like me i don't well, a I lot of girls take that as a challenge. Like, yeah, oh, let I me show don't. you how amazing I am. I'm like, honey, if I, you need to show them how yeah. amazing you are, like, what's the point? Yeah, I've never liked guys who don't like me back. You you recently posted something on Instagram. You said, rule number one, leave the table if respect isn't being served. Don't be afraid to sit alone. Mm-hmm. I love that. Tell me yeah. 
respect in a relationship? What does that mean to you? To kind of like intertwine those two questions, I think there's there's levels to guys liking you, guys loving you, guys respecting you. Because someone can love you and want to be with you and still have absolutely no respect for you. That's why guys cry and sob and throw up and kick and scream when they cheat on you. Because they want to be with you, they love you, they just have no idea how the fuck to respect you. So, Or they just don't respect you, period. Right, or they just choose not to. But it's funny because they demand respect. They're so yeah. alpha, they just yeah. need respect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they so often don't want to give, which is, which is interesting. You know, uh, uh, there was like the whole thing where they say, what co- what's most important? Like love, money, respect, loyalty. I say respect because when someone respects you, all of those things follow suit. If they if they respect you, they'll love you properly. If they respect you, they'll spend their money on you. They would never see a date or anything as like too much money. If they respect you, they'll be loyal to you. So all of those things fall under the umbrella of respect. And for me, I would say why I've known my standards for so long, even though, yes, since a young age, I've always like not liked guys who didn't like me back. As I got older and started being very comfortable being single and being okay with being single, it got to a point of just like, I would rather be single than be unhappy. 100%. So I think single singleness, listen, it's not to say that I don't cry or get upset I'm, I'm a girl we're emotional we're sensitive so at the end of the day of course i i love love and would love to have love but i would never want to be with someone who doesn't treat me the way that if i see someone in a in a relationship with a guy where that guy treats her all amazing i'm not going to compare in a sense of why does she get that and i don't get that i guess that's not for me i'm going to compare it in a sense of i'm staying single till i get exactly. that exactly whereas i think most girls get defeated by comparison but for me i get inspired by comparison so i'm like that is why i'm single and i spoil myself and i do so much for myself and i treat myself to all these things that i'm just like i'm not about to start doing that for a guy so i'm going to do that for myself until someone comes in and could do that for me yeah i love what you said that you don't like guys who don't let you back and i feel like a lot of girls as I mentioned, like take that as a challenge and like they want to show him how awesome they are. But if he doesn't see that, no matter what you do, no matter how much you change, quote unquote, because some girls are like, oh, if I, you know, if I dress differently, if I do this differently, then he's going to like me. I mean, I personally think that girls are so beat down by dating nowadays, especially girls our age. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. 31. You said you're 27. So like girls who are kind of in that 30 age bracket, they feel like they kind of failed as women if they don't have a man or why are they not married i mean even i get a bunch of questions all the time like why how come you're not married why do women think that being married is like the the Mm -hmm. end all be all Mm -hmm. like unless you're married you're not worthy as a woman i get it because i've been there like i have those traditional values being from a family where all of the women in my family were married young you know my grandmother was like i think 19 that's all such a different era right right my cousin my parents every every couple of my family has been together since a young age and they're together and that's the whole thing so i've been there i've done that those were my goals too i literally said oh i'm gonna graduate college and then i'm gonna get into a relationship and then i'm gonna be engaged then i'm gonna have kids and be married and all this was gonna be said and done by the time i was 25 according to the plan (laughs) i had well i'm two years late so (laughs) so this was all supposed to be said and done two years ago so when did you change your mindset it's not even to say that i changed my mindset it's that i i accept reality and i i see things for what they are and i see things in black and white and that's something that's made my tiktok a little uh 
controversial in the sense of dating because everyone's like, oh, it's not that black and white. But to me, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. You That's know? why we get along. Yeah. Like, yeah, either you're going to be there for me 100% or I don't want you. Yeah, Bye. it is that black and white to me. And so that's why it's not to say that I just like changed my mindset because I still want to get married. I still want to have kids. And I would love all of those things to happen as quickly as possible. But I also see things for exactly what they are, not what they could be, not yeah. for potential. Not for Whereas I think that a lot of girls, like you said, they get so beat down by dating, but I think that they mostly get beat down because their relationships go for much longer than they should. Yes. Whereas I'm like, I don't care if I'll go on 50 first dates. I'd yeah. rather go on 50 first dates than go on 50 dates with one person who it's not going to go anywhere with. Yeah. And I think a lot of girls get like ghosted so often and they they really try to see things through. They see the potential and what something could be and they romanticize everything in yeah. their head. That's what I say. Go. After the second day, they already see like the name of their babies. They see the wedding dress because they like this guy 5% more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And they're just in this age bracket that they think, okay, let me start dating this guy maybe one or two or three years. And then after that, we're going to get married. We're going to have kids. And then you end up being with a guy that's totally not good for you. You marry him and you have a child or two. And then you're in a marriage that you're not really happy and you have a kid and then what because I know and that to me is like something that I just don't I just don't want for myself not to say there's anything wrong with being a single mom or going through a divorce it, it happens it's actually very 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 common yeah. a lot of my friends are single moms a lot of my friends have already been divorced and I'm just like that is something that because they're rushing yeah that I, I don't need to have in my life I was just saying this to a guy actually that I was just texting with And, uh, you know, we were, he's a little bit older. So we were actually, he's older than me. You know, I, I like guys older and I'm 27 and he's in his thirties. And we were talking because that day I had my friends bachelorette, like, uh, like little, a little bride's night out type Mm -hmm. of thing. And she's, she just turned 21 and her fiance, her fiance is 20. (laughs) Guys, Coco just almost fell off the bed. She's 21 and her fiance is 20. Mind you, they already have two kids. They've had kids since they're teenagers. And he was like, oh, that's so funny. He goes, my brother, I have a a bachelor thing for my brother. And I think he said his brother is 21 too, getting married. And I'm what's like, up with these 21 I know. And I was like, you know, what's funny is that at that age, I thought that that was going to be my life. But looking back now, I would be a divorced single mother by the age of 27. Me too. If I did if that I with anyone. that the I relationship was, I was Right, in. exactly. Wow. So, yeah, it, like that it's it's something of course I always wanted but I I just I'm so glad that I've always let guys go. I always let them go. I yeah. never fight for if I'm not madly in love with you and you're not madly in love with me, I don't fight for it. I let it go. I don't understand how can somebody think that I mean, first of all, if you find your soulmate when you're 21, God bless you. But how do you even know who you are when you're 21? Mm-hmm. When I see myself 10 years ago, like I was a completely, right. not a completely different person, but like, I just, I was a little lost. I didn't know where my career is going to go. I didn't know where I'm going to live. When I was 21, I lived in Croatia with my parents. Like I live in Miami now. I moved here a year ago. Like my life just changes. How can you know that this person is like somebody you should just keep around for the mm-hmm. rest of your life if you're not even sure who you are do you have guys sliding into your dms or what's your dating like do you do online dating oh, apps? Yeah. so 
You know, I don't have many guys on Instagram. I feel like I feel because like your I, audience is female. Yeah, my right? my audience is straight up female. If you looked at my, I mean, your my, podcast name is for the girls. Yeah, so if you like, looked <laughs> at my insights on all my platforms, it's literally like ninety seven percent female, three yeah. percent male. So on on those platforms, I don't really get too many like guys trying to date Slide me. In. I do like the apps. Uh-huh. Well, I've actually narrowed them all down just you, to okay, one. Okay, give me your... I mean, I've been in a relationship now for a while, so I'm t- completely clueless. What? What's your favorite app right now? I'm only using Hinge. Okay. And I'm only using Hinge because I can't get on goddamn Raya. But okay, it's fine. Okay, we need fine. to pick it up. Raya, I, sponsor. I know, uh, what pick. the hell? <laughs> so anywhere. Hinge is something that you prefer from all the other dating apps. Yeah, the other ones that I was on that were like a little bit more on the exclusive, you still have to like get approved in them. But I found them to be the same exact people. People, people that were on hinge so i'm like why am i paying a hundred dollars for this yeah. fucking app when i would never say you would pay for a dating app yeah it just <laughs> it just was like to me they i was told like oh it's so much more yeah, you're gonna get the creme de la creme yeah but then i go on it and i'm like bitch it's the same fucking guys on hinge what are yeah. you talking about yeah. so i'm just like goodbye i'm on hinge do you have any dating prompts like i know on these apps you can add prompts yeah like straight off the bat, my very, very first one says the best way to ask me out is by. And then I said, naming the time and place, period. I love sushi, seafood, and a man who makes plans. Good. So no one even messages me anything else. They message yeah. me dates. That. You know what I have to say? Girls have to literally say what they want because they, they, yeah. they're pretending like, oh, like everything goes. I'm totally chill. No. Like we can... Just I don't go with any want. flow. There's yeah. no flow. That, <laughs> the flow can fuck off. I don't do flow. <laughs> I heard this saying, only dead fishes go with the flow. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> an absolute fact. You don't want to, guys don't want a dead fish in bed. Well, we don't want to date a dead fish when it comes to they plants They hold a lot either. of dead fishes in their photos yeah. and their dating apps, yeah, which I'm never going to understand. Dead fish. No. What is your, like when you're going through a guy's uh, pay, profile, is there something specific you're looking for or just like the vibe? I look for... <laughs> for starters their job (laughs) what is your job i'm not gonna play these games like what do you do for work you know that's important to me i actually no matter your job no matter how cute you are if all three of your prompts are like a joke then i don't think that you're looking for a relationship on these apps so i i don't match with you do you have any tips for girls when it comes to curating their own profile my very first photo was like my favorite like face picture of me. Uh-huh. Like that's like that's my very first okay. picture. I love that photo. Yeah, like it's got to be a good face shot. Face yeah. right in the camera. I have to in, say before we get into photos, please girls stop over editing your photos. Oh my God. I mean, it's okay to edit a little bit. Obviously, we all like remove a pimple or fix the lighting or like suck your stomach a little okay, my so very second thing is a video so your first one so my is first you. one is a picture of me yeah and then i have that sushi prom uh-huh. thing i told you about and then the very next thing is a video of oh, me that's and my grandfather super cute. and it's super close up Drinking to my face wine. okay yeah i have a he has a glass of wine and i have a glass of water so and you're a lot holding of, it correctly yeah awesome. so a lot of guys <laughs> reply and they're like yeah. no no wine like yeah. so they like to see like they they ask questions and mm-hmm. there's no faking what i look like this is yeah. right up there in my face okay good and then the next one is full body shot full body shot so you gotta show guys what they're working with here i know that might sound shallow but like i mean it was just fact and then i have another prompt i don't want to read my other prompts because they're a little bit more like corny so i don't feel like <laughs> i don't feel like getting like roasted but whatever and then i have a picture of me at a restaurant yeah with like a night i'm in italy so obviously it's nice and i'm like showing them like this is what this is the vibe this is the vibe like you're taking me to a nice restaurant like this or we're not going out at all so that's just me at a restaurant and then 
my next I'll, I'll tell you what the prompt is that I'm using for the other two. I just won't read my answer. So after the sushi one, my next prompt is I want someone who and then I explain mm-hmm. I explain what I want. And then it's that Italy dinner picture. Yeah. And then the next one is let's make sure we're on the same page about and then I put certain mm-hmm. things there. Mm-hmm. And then my last two photos after that last prompt is another like up close, like face shot. And then the last one is a gym photo. Cause I like okay. to show that I like work out and yeah. stuff like that. I think this is a good representation of who you are. You guys, girls, <laughs> you need a good selfie shot. You need a full body shot. You need a video. Try to add something like personal in it. Like mm-hmm. you added your grandpa. Then we have a fitness shot and you put a, a, a restaurant shot. I yeah. think that's actually a good way to like curate a profile right is there anything that you would say when it comes to online dating like how can girls eliminate guys who are literally cheap and low effort well first of all the second that he even gives like uses the prompt that's like first round is on me like oh my go god. the oh my god. go I, the I, fuck I, I, away vomit first round Excuse is me, let me just go vomit real quick <laughs> first second third fourth every round is on you so if you're even using the prompt of like why the first round would be on you you're already off the radar 100%. um so i'm big on prompts so like i already said we don't need to get into that again but i really read their prompts and like if your prompt tells me nothing about what you're looking for then we won't match because if your prompt because is he like, doesn't know what he's looking yeah, for yeah if your prompts are simply just like like, like the show that you like to watch and what you want to do on a Sunday, like you want to go play football mm-hmm. or golf, whatever. Like that's not like it's just you're you're looking for like a girl who will let you, like we said, go with the flow. And like, that's not what I want. So I, I'm big on looking for their proms and also like their photos. Like, OK, I feel like a lot of the guys photos, they're not they don't like care they think that they can look like whatever, mm-hmm. but they are judging what you look like of course. for a fact. Yeah. So a lot of their photos, like I'll really like look at their pictures. Not that you want a guy who like takes selfies, but at least a guy who like thinks that he should present himself like nicely. Like they'll take like photos maybe at a wedding or just something. You know what I can stand when guys have group photos. Oh. I just don't understand guys who I have don't. group photos at, at, on dating apps. And like how, how are you supposed to realize which one? Is, like this is like a guy for example like he crops okay. himself nicely great okay. first photo and then his first prompt is the hallmark hallmark of a good relationship is trust communication my best friend and lover see that's a good guy gets did right you, into did you it swipe? yeah we, okay. we matched and then his next photo full body shot in, in the tux. tux he's obviously at a wedding or something next shot is family, family. good we oh. love that mm-hmm. and then his next prompt is my ideal date from home and he's talking i know anything. you would like oh, God. Okay. <laughs> he's talking about making wagyu and like yeah. all this stuff so he's okay very good clearly- i hope you i hope you will see this guy and see like this like this is a good photo like just showing yeah. like he's like obviously you don't he's really athletic. see him, but he's doing like a handstand like on the yeah. beach or whatever like, okay yeah. i want to talk to you more about confidence because you are really like you know who you are and yeah. you go after what you want and I get a lot of questions about how to build your confidence and my answer usually is is you need to set goals for yourselves and you have to achieve them so mm-hmm. big or small if you tell yourself that you're gonna do your laundry make your bed and mm-hmm. wash your hair you know just do those three things is there anything you do to boost your confidence or how did you become this confident well first things first is that what you just said is so true I I'm going to plug in my podcast for a minute, but I also have a podcast episode about that in Mm -hmm. and of itself. It was like going into this year, going into Mm -hmm. 2022, 
the podcast episode is probably titled something along the lines of like finishing your vision board. And I was basically saying on it, like stop putting shit on your vision board that you know for a fact you're not doing. Yeah. You know, like so many girls every year just make like a fake vision board. <laughs> and if, if it, it, if it is not anything that you plan on actually completing, you're going to go, you're going to end this year feeling like you didn't accomplish the things that you want. Who would end the year feeling confident if you didn't accomplish yeah. anything on your vision board? So I think that that's a really great tip because mm-hmm. you, you ha- if you're going to set goals for yourself, the only way to feel good about them is by actually accomplishing I, them. When it comes to vision board, what I usually do is I have four sections. One is personal, professional. One is big dreams. And the other one is like short-term goals. So when it comes to big dreams, you know, that there I can put something like, own a penthouse mm-hmm. or uh, be a mom of two, three, four, that's going to happen later on. Over time. But for short term goals, it's like you can put stuff like start a podcast, post if you want to be in the social media space, like post three times a day mm-hmm. on TikTok. You can create like you can do start going to the gym, start working out. You have to set like realistic goals for yourself because if you constantly are just talking about these big dreams you're going to feel like a failure because you're not getting closer to them right and to plug my podcast i have a lot of episodes on confidence because that is that is the most important thing to me like i think everything that i've done in my life achieved in my life received in my life is because of the confidence that i have you're not going to get anywhere insecure you're not you're really don't understand like when people tell me i'm just shy i'm this i can't I don't know what to say. Like, if yeah. you're shy, if you're not willing to put yourself out there, right. then why do you think that you deserve all these fabulous things that right. are on the other side of the... You can be shy and confident. I think that the people tend to use shy as their, like, their uh, shield. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm too shy to do that. But there are plenty of people who I know that are very confident people and successful business people. But when I go when I go out with them, like I'm the talker, you know, mm-hmm. and and they they don't have that same personality. They're not as as going, but they're still that doesn't make them insecure. But, yeah. but there's these girls that they, you know, are super insecure, but they won't say I'm insecure. They just say I'm shy. So yeah. the two are not the same. But for me. I always say confidence is a byproduct of action. You're going to take the action first and then you're going to get confident mm-hmm. after, not the other way around. People wait to do anything until they have the confidence first. Yeah. So people people will miss opportunities and people will not network or not do a certain thing because they need the confidence before they get there. Mm-hmm. Whereas instead, I'm all about taking messy action because yeah. if you do the action first, you're then kind of you start to, to be better. Yeah, then you get the confidence because the first time that you're going to do anything, you're going to suck at it. You're the first yeah. time you do anything, it's going to fail. And then the second time you do it, it'll fail a little less, you know, like you'll, you'll be a little better than the third, fourth, fifth. You're going to just continuously get better at something. It's like riding a bike. Yeah. So confidence is a byproduct of action. I say that all the time with anything, not only business, but professional too. Like even down to me traveling alone and people saying, how do you know how to talk to people? I I just, you know, you got to fail first, right? You know how many girls I've tried to make conversation with that are not nice and don't want to have conversation with a stranger and I'll smile and say something and they give me a dirty look and they look the other way. Okay, well, it built me up to to be able to talk to more other people, you know? If I can handle rejection, then I can, you know, go on to someone who's going to be even nicer. And that's the other thing too is rejection. I don't fear rejection, at yeah, all. me neither. I don't give a fuck about rejection. At all. Yeah, because to me, I only want what wants me. That's another yeah. major thing I say. Yeah. I only want what wants me. 
So it's anything kind of like the, that what you're saying in the beginning. I only like guys who like me. Right. Exactly. So true. It's something that's been so consistent through my whole life. Think about that. Everything I want wants me back. Why? Because I only want what wants me. So I don't fear rejection because anything that rejects me, whether it be personal, professional, or in any other which way, if it rejects me, I don't want it either. Therefore, it's not meant for you. therefore, I only want what wants me. And so you have to think about, yeah, maybe I did try to start a conversation with a girl, but she thought I was weird and she gave me a dirty look and she looked the, the other way. Okay, well, I don't want to be friends with you anyway. Yeah. Give us a few tips for solo trips. Like if somebody wants to take a solo trip and never did it before, I think those are so beneficial mm-hmm. and everybody should take one. Mine is already eight years long. <laughs> <laughs> Travel from Croatia, kind of stayed. <laughs> You're still on a solo trip. <laughs> um, I, I mean, go sit at the bar. Uh-huh. Like if you're going to go eat, sit at the bar because mm-hmm. people alone sit at the bar. Yeah. Sure, there might be a, a couple or two that sits at the bar, but for the most part, the yeah. bar is for individual seaters. So you're only going to be amongst like-minded people. <laughs> like yeah. you're only going to be amongst similar individuals who are also alone. So you could just start talking to those people. I did this every night of my trip. I, I just always do this. Even if I'm mm-hmm. not on a trip, even if I'm alone and I just want to go grab something to eat, I'll go sit at the bar. Mm-hmm. So at the very least, even if you're absolutely alone or even if no one next to you is talking to you, you'll talk to the bartender. Yeah. Make friends with the bartender. Who cares? Yeah. The bartender is not leaving. Your waitress comes and goes. They're not going to sit and have a meal and talk to you. But yeah. the bartender is going to be there for the whole two hours or one hour that you're sitting at the restaurant. So you're going to get to talk to them. Where are you from? What do you do? Blah, 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 blah. Did you ever meet any potential guys like that yeah i feel like a lot of the times i guys will come up to me and give me their number or their instagram but they're usually not people i'm interested so far yeah. in. because a lot of girls <laughs> ask me like if you're if i'm not using dating apps where should i meet guys and i always say like you should just live your life the way you do and you should Let's say if you're aspiring mm. for this guy to take you to this fancy restaurant, yeah. go there with a girlfriend because not everybody can do it alone. Right. So go there with a girlfriend and sit at the bar and right. then just kind of see guys who are hanging out there. And then, as you just said, yeah. you know, they will approach you if you and also don't go in really big groups. Three right. is oh, no, no. tops. If you're out hunting guys, three is the most because if you are with a bigger group, they're going to feel intimidated. But if you're with a smaller group, maybe... I mean, if you're if if it's just you and a girlfriend, they will still approach you. But then, if you want to go with that guy, have a drink separately, like that girl is gonna stay alone. So I think that three is like a perfect number. I have a tip for girls who maybe want to go alone at the bar: order a glass of champagne because champagne is something celebratory Mm -hmm. and that's like an easy opening for guys to kind of approach and be like, "What are you celebrating?" And then you're just gonna be like, "Nothing." That's I just drink champagne because that's who I am like I'm a high maintenance lady like champagne is my my water so guys are scared to approach an attractive Mm -hmm. woman sitting at the bar because they already know like oh she got her shit together she's not gonna really you know tolerate any losers I have a a, another tip too though get dressed up do your hair do your makeup always look as good as you possibly can yes we spend way too much Mm -hmm. time in the house and then we take that energy outside in a bun in sweatpants and this is actually a tip i've given on my podcast once before too because uh, a girl asked me like a a and a she said what are some ways that i can still feel pretty even though I work from home. And I'm like, well, the chances are that you aren't washing your hair for three weeks if you're not <laughs> leaving the house. You're never putting makeup on and you're staying in baggy clothes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm all for a, a big hoodie. Yeah. But if you're going to do a big ho- hoodie, then 
try to wear like shorts or leggings, something tight on the bottom so that you could like see or feel your legs or vice versa. If you're going to wear like baggy pants and you're sitting in the house then wear like a tighter crop top. But when your whole body is completely hidden, you can't even see how like sexy your silhouette is. And then you're not going to feel good about yourself. I feel like I look like a sack of potatoes when I'm wearing Mm -hmm. just like sweats, you know, on top and bottom. And so that's like in the house. But now forget it. If you're leaving the house, put on jeans or a dress, whatever. Like that night, I was simply just eating at the hotel bar. And granted, the people that were sitting at the hotel bar next to me were in literally like flip-flops and their bathing suits. Like they were also like just chilling, like coming and going. We're still the anti-flip-flop commission Oh yeah, no, 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 (laughs) hell no. But they they were staying at the hotel just like me, but they were like maybe fresh off the beach or whatever the case was. And they were just chilling, coming and going. And I was also just chilling. I just got out of the pool, whatever. But I went back to my room. I took a shower. I did my hair. I did my makeup. I put on a dress and everyone was asking me, oh, where are you going tonight? What are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm not going anywhere. I was like, I'll, this is just me. I was like, as soon as I finish eating, I'll be in bed. They were like, girl, you gotta go out. Like you look so yeah. good. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm so tired. I'm, I've been in the sun all day, but they couldn't believe that I was like all dressed up just to sit at the bar. Yeah. F- two floors above the <laughs> my hotel room. Yeah. I love that you just mentioned that. And I posted a video recently also saying like, even if you live with a guy, and we all kind of fall into this pattern of wearing baggy clothes and, you know, not washing our hairs. I mean, I don't really do that, but <laughs> like we don't we don't really take care of ourselves as we would if we were maybe single and walking around. So I also say, like, don't look like a sock at home, like have a matching set, at least if you're just chilling in baggy clothes all day long, like you're not going to feel you're not like I know when I put on a matching set or something that I feel attractive in when I look at myself my confidence goes up immediately but if I don't have makeup if my hair is like you know all over the place I'm gonna feel like shit yeah so you also like men are very visual and I'm not saying you have to dress up for men but if I mean, we are talking about dating, obviously. I mean, also, if you're living with your guy, you you don't want him to constantly just see you looking like like a sock. I don't put like a full face of makeup when I'm home, but I do maybe like a CC cream, BB cream, whatever Mm -hmm. that has SPF. And like I put mascara and that's it. You don't need a lot. I'm all about tinted uh, SPF because it's like almost like wearing makeup without having to do your And you have to wash your face when you're going to sleep anyway, anyway. So it's not like you have to. I mean, you have to wash your face regardless. I'm I'm just big on that. And like you said, men are very visual. And I'm just going to say something that's like, you know, might be controversial to others. But like, why, if you're trying to be in a relationship, stop trying to act like you don't want to impress men. Like, yeah. you want to be in a relationship. You want to. Don't, isn't that the point? Like, <laughs> isn't that the whole entire point? Like, granted, what's meant to be will be. So you might look like a sock yeah. and your future husband might happen to walk through the doors and still find you attractive and say, yeah. that's the girl I'm going to marry. But it doesn't always work out that way. And at least if you go out with the intention of, you never know, you might meet someone, then your yeah. your your energy will be better because you'll feel better. My energy and my confidence is way higher when I know I look good. It's, it's not about like impressing guys because obviously it's more or less for you. But I know for a fact that your energy radiates and your energy attracts. So why not put out good energy? Why not look good, feel good, show people that you love who you are, how you look, take care of yourself and let that radiate to people because that's what you're going to receive back. Yeah, I love what you just said. I couldn't say it any better. 
Are there any non-negotiables when it comes to dating? Three, give me three. Okay. Emotional maturity. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. I feel like also like when you're marrying somebody when you're 21, you both, <laughs> none of you are emotionally mature mm-hmm. at that point. Okay. Oh my God. I, I've even dated older guys that lack emotional maturity altogether. And just like, I've tried to confront certain situations and I've handled it to the best of my ability and communicated it to the clearest that I possibly could. And just the way that they responded, like coming from such a defensive place and like wanting to make me feel stupid and Mm -hmm. i'm just like wow you really lack emotional maturity another non-negotiable i would say this these probably go hand in hand but i i would say like romance is Mm -hmm. probably it but also under romance is like thoughtfulness because i feel like they go together romance being like how many girls have boyfriends who've never taken them on a date i i don't i don't what do you do i don't get it you hang out on a couch every day i don't get it like that is a non-negotiable for me and the reason why i put thoughtfulness into it is just because like romance requires thoughtfulness like you can't you're not just gonna like be romantic and also like throw something random together like you're gonna put thought and care and consideration into like the things that you do and you're gonna make specific plans and I think thoughtfulness is important because there have been so many times where I have like almost tried with guys like I'll tell them I really like something or I've really wanted to try this place or whatever Mm -hmm. to see if they'll pick up on that and and be thoughtful and romantic and turn around and say, okay, well, remember that place you mentioned two weeks ago? I made us reservation. If a guy there. likes you, he will pay attention to right. what you say. Okay. And then for the third, uh, I would say my non-negotiable, and this is, this is only for dating, but my non-negotiables will, this, this one will change as I, you know, get into the relationship, but I would say for now is patience mm-hmm. and a non-negotiable being patience is because I've never been loved properly. Mm-hmm. And I think, a guy is going to have to be very patient with me because mm-hmm. I. How did you come to this conclusion? Um, I think a lot of guys have given up on me that I really wanted it to work with, but I just couldn't get myself there yet. Like I couldn't open to them yet. And I think if they would have been a little bit more patient, we could have really seen it through. And I don't I don't regret my choices. I don't regret the things I've done because at the end of the day, it wasn't meant to be because yeah. the right guy would wait for me to open up. But I think it's going to take some time for me to really, um, really submit in a way, like not to say submit as in like, Oh, he's so dominant, but like, I love a guy who leads, but Mm -hmm. I'm such a leader. Yeah. And so I would love my relationship that my future relationship, I would love to be led. Mm -hmm. That's like my goal is because I, in everything, I'm very masculine. I have very masculine energy. I have very leadership energy. I am big action taker and that's very masculine. Um, and I would love to be able to like really honor my feminine energy. Which you need somebody to be able to control your masculinity and kind of bring up the yeah, just to like for someone to let me almost just relax for once. Yeah, for for me to not have to feel like I have to do everything the way I do everything in my life is like the way I do everything in my life comes from this. If I don't do it, no one will. Yeah everything if I don't do it it doesn't get done if I don't do it they're gonna do it wrong I would love for a guy to come in and to alleviate that for me like for me to know he's got it Mm -hmm. you and I have this in common guys always definitely have to pay the bill on the first day (laughs) and a lot of girls think that they owe something to these guys if they take them out to dinner I mean obviously you don't owe him anything if he paid for a plate of food let's get that out there I I really, I find 
that makes me sad. Makes me sad too. It feels very transactional. Yeah. It feels like if he pays for dinner, I owe him a kiss or a body part or sex. And that is like, whoa. Like what? Your body part is worth like what? $100? Is, is $150 meal? Yeah. What? Like I, that. that is very transactional for me. And I that's just not my vibe. Um I, I know. I, I don't I'm, even know I'm, how to explain. I don't it either. even know how to answer that question. <laughs> I'm like, no, you just don't owe I him think, anything. I think you're entitled to your boundaries, and you're also entitled to a man who knows how to respect you. And you just the the, the, the correct answer is you don't owe. <laughs> what the, happened? The, the, what the, happened? When like the, when did this happen? The amount of I guys, Gen Z. the amount of guys these days that complain on my videos where I talk about like my standards and you know I. I did you happen to see my TikTok where that guy asked me to go to Central Park? Yeah, I think so. Like for a walk, right? He asked me to go to Central Park. And then when I said no, he asked me to go to his apartment. I said yeah. no to that. And he goes, oh, what? I You'd only go out to a fancy restaurant? And I, I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw <laughs> like, that. Like literally, you asked for my number. Yeah. You followed me around the Met Gala after party until you could get my number. Literally, yeah. this guy was everywhere I turned. Yeah. So you followed me around, me and my girlfriend. The sec- My friend happened to, my friend is a TV producer. Mm-hmm. So they there was someone there that she did a segment with and she was like oh do you mind if i just go over there for a minute and i was like you know what i'm gonna use the bathroom anyway so you go and whatever so he was watching me waiting till he could get me alone the second that i was alone pop there he comes asking me <laughs> questions about my life blah 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 asking for my number yada 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 so you did all that you asked for my number and then you're gonna be upset when i am not interested in what you have to offer when what you have to offer is way below yeah like way below my standards and like it's just that's your own personal problem Mm -hmm. i didn't ask you out you asked me out you wanted my time so if you want my time this is what my time is worth i'm sorry (laughs) are you i'm gonna drive to walk in the park the only time that you're gonna catch me walking is if it's out my front door and within you know the means of (laughs) throw the trash out right like which was you at this right like i walk to the gym i'm not gonna go walk on a date if you were my boyfriend or my husband and we said let's go on a walk Mm -hmm. great but that's not how you court me. Okay, I have a question. So when the bill comes, what do you do? Like, do you ever offer I look him right in the eyes. I thank you so much for dinner. That I love that. I think that's the perfect answer. And then number two, if you are like a little bit shy about literally looking him in the eyes, I mean, you still need to look him in the eyes and then just say, do you need help with that? And obviously what man is going to say, yeah, please help me spread this. <laughs> help me split this you'd, piece of chicken. Coco, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Guys will. What I don't understand is like the the way that they talk about it right now is if that's ever like as if a guy taking a woman to dinner has ever not been the normal. That's always been the normal. Yeah. So I don't know when it started that it's not because they're talking about it as if it's something so crazy. But hasn't that always been the norm? I feel like this now this low effort energy is newer than the yeah. high effort. I feel like high effort used to be just how it goes. It's just louder because always negativity is louder than positivity. Mm. And it's also where like I never experienced men trying to split the bill when I was in Europe. I, I swear right. to God. Like, I've that's never not experienced a guys even mentioning about that until yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Now this whole TikTok world or the social media world is like you women are so entitled. How did anyone I have to date say before this? I don't know. I have to say that dating is expensive and you just need to stay in your lane. So if you are not okay with your woman wanting to go to a fancy restaurant, you don't have to be with her. Mm-hmm. Like that's totally fine if you're 
if you're into women who like to split the bill and stuff like that, like then find a girl who's totally okay with that. But don't try to change Vicolario's mind, telling right. her that she right. should like, start what? splitting bills. You're changing because my mind for what? what? For me to want to be interested in you? Like that's yeah. the last thing on my itinerary. And you know what I will say to respond <laughs> to that? You, you, you saying <laughs> I have a solo trip planned up. <laughs> yeah, like get the fuck out of here. You know, you're saying. um Dating is expensive. Yeah. And when you say that, you're talking about money, which is absolutely true. I completely agree with you. But they don't consider how time is money. expensive I mean, it is for us, yeah. our time, to get yeah. ready to go on a date. Yeah. Guys don't even come close yeah. to what we have to do to prepare for a date. Our, our hair is done, nails done, lashes, makeup, picking out a new outfit, um, getting ready. Like, I'm spending two hours getting ready yeah. for a date. You're spending five minutes to put on the same outfit that you wore when you took a girl on a date last week. <laughs> You're spritzing your same cologne that you wear every single day. And then you walk out the front door. We're lucky if you even used a shampoo and a conditioner. Chances are that you used a two-in-one, right? So maybe even a three-in-one <laughs> body wash, shampoo, conditioner. So your process of getting ready is as quick as it takes me to strap my heels on. Yeah. So it's like, there's not they're not the same. So you might be spending more money, but I'm spending more time. And that's just as valuable. And yeah. that's just as expensive. I think it's insulting if a guy were to think that this is the same. Like, oh, us going to dinner. Like, we both are here. Like, we well, yeah, both... they, they, they usually say, like, my time is valuable, too. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Like, first, I mean, it, first it of is, all, first but... of all, you asked me out. Yeah. Which means you asked me to be your guest to dinner. Yes. So I'm under the impression at this point that you are taking me out. And to take me out means I'm your guest and you're treating me. So if I were to ask you out, I would be under the impression that I'm taking you and I'm paying for you. If I asked you out, I wouldn't expect you to pay for it. I want to say one thing. You know, when you're in this world of dating apps, uh, guys ask you questions and they sometimes might ask you, so what are you looking for in a man? I think you should never reveal what you're looking for in a man. You can say, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm looking to be, you know, X, Y, Z. But if you tell him, I want a guy who is X, Y, Z, he's going to try to be that person Mm -hmm. for you that moment. So he gets what he wants. Instead of that, if a guy asks you, so what are you looking for in a man? Let him show you who he is. Mm -hmm. And then you can kind of judge whether or not you want to be with him. Because if you're just serving him his like way in... I think that's that's like a losing game to start with. I also think that it's it, it could work to kind of like reverse Uno the question. Whereas if he's saying like, what are you looking for in a guy? Straight off the bat, you could just say like a guy who really knows what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. A guy who really knows what he wants. So what do you want? You know, like, yeah. so it's like a guy who's very intentional. Well, Vic, this was amazing. I think the audience is really going to enjoy our little (laughs) dating chit chat. Uh, Is there anything else you would like to uh, share with my audience? Know your worth and know what you deserve. And not in the cliche way of like, oh, I know my worth. I'm too good for these guys. It's not even to say like, oh, I'm too good for this. I'm too good for that. Like be open to dating and be open to guys. But also be open to communicating like, no, this is not going to work for me. Like you never know who's going to turn around and step up and, and want to be in your life. If you just show them what you're not willing to have in your life. And it could really make a huge difference. I think this was a perfect conclusion of our podcast. Can you please tell everybody where they can follow you, your Instagram, TikTok, you have a podcast. So my 
TikTok and my personal Instagram are both Victoria dot like a period Alario A L A R I O and then my podcast is for the girls so that's at for the girls dot podcast on like Instagram. Thank you, Vic, and see you guys in my next episode. Bye.